Welcome back to another episode of Keeping Up with Crex, where we discuss about the most hottest happenings of entrepreneurship in the region and also worldwide. Today's topic is something ultra special. We look at entrepreneurship from the eyes of a local entrepreneur. I would like to introduce to you Omar bin Crex. Omar is the founder of Falusi. Hi. Omar, would you like to uh, elaborate for our listeners what exactly this Falusi does in the whole region, as well as anything that you would want to talk about entrepreneurship in the region and your experience with entrepreneurship? First of all, I want to thank you so much for this opportunity. I I feel like um, you guys are a real upcoming stars in the podcast scene in the in the region. I wish you good luck, and I follow your Instagram account and I follow your other social media profiles it's very nice well designed excellent um so in short pelusi enables businesses to accept card payments online as well as offline regarding entrepreneurship in the region um i feel that um at the, at in in 2020 there is there was a huge spike and rise in terms of entrepreneurs entrepreneurship startup founders guys joining in startups like interns developers and stuff like this so i i believe that there is at this date right now there is so much of this region who have benefited from being part of a startup either being a startup founder or works for a startup and this is due to many different reasons one is the um worldwide inspirations coming from america coming from china um coming from india successful startup founders another thing is the of course the covid-19 pandemic forcing people to look for alternatives uh, and so on yeah all right so omar how did your journey with entrepreneurship start what inspired you to become an entrepreneur what inspired me to become an entrepreneur is different factors one my father is an entrepreneur himself two I like to kind of uh, read and follow certain individuals and I like Richard Branson um a huge entrepreneur who has multiple companies more than 400 companies today a serial entrepreneur uh, he's a real inspiration and uh, I somehow started to read about him and follow him and he was a real uh, he was a real inspiration yeah i mean those kind of successful guys we looked at we kind of want to be uh, like them because what they did is they started from scratch and this is what we do as entrepreneurs you know we start from scratch we bring an idea a solution that helps the people transforms or uh, improves on the livelihood of of this of the society very well put omar and uh, i believe you mentioned something about the pandemic really pushing for entrepreneurship for people to find solutions for problems that exist and also to anticipate these problems so part of founder in the region what fields of work were affected most by the pandemic how did fulusi really come to fruition and how exactly did you beat all the challenges that you faced in the pandemic okay so uh, of course the main part is everyone having to work from home remote working that has a plus and a minus on both ends so the plus of that is of course you're saving money on travels and stuff like this but the minus is when there is teamwork team effort team efficiency improves um as well as the fact that you're able to see other guys working you ask the question there and then you get the answer um and stuff like this 
So um, everyone being in one office, this is the part that really missed, um, as well as traveling. I ha- we have a, a tech team in India based in Chennai, and I used to travel a lot, you know, from India, from Dubai to Chennai, and meet uh, with our tech team, spend uh, weeks in there. I missed that part also, this, this, probably this whole year I didn't go to India. So, yeah, these are the challenges that we have to basically overcome by using Zoom using Zoom or, or the alternatives such as Zoom. Uh, and the world is going that way and uh, we have to adapt. Everyone adapts. And so, yeah, it's, good. it's a good adoption. For It saves a lot of money and we will definitely find ways to mentally cope with remote working. Definitely. And also in the whole, uh, in the Craigslist company as well, even currently, my, well, our teammates also sit in, sit in different parts of the UAE as also we have team members in, the, in India. Uh, we may have never met, but we've always remote worked. And we always believe in remote working pandemic or no pandemic. So I'm pretty sure when oh, okay. the pandemic did strike, it really uh, helped people accelerate their digital adaption a lot more faster. Has that helped for Lucy in any way? Yeah, I mean, throughout the pandemic, we got um, lots of um, new entrepreneurs, new businesses who signed up to Felucy, requesting to to process, um, to use the software for processing uh, card payments online, requesting to use uh, Felucy online stores, um, kind of uh, wanting to um, uh, connect with new customers and stuff like this. So we had a spike in that. So there was a spike in our business in our business uh, model, in the, in the flow of transactions and stuff like this. Similarly, there was uh, also an efficient team. So we had a lot of team members who worked from home, did not need a 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. kind of work environment. They were doing things outside of uh, usual working hours. People were doing extra stuff and stuff like that, and it worked well. Um, even though uh, it kind of uh, it was new and it played with our mentals, but we had a lot of good, efficient outcome from that. Definitely, and I'm so happy for you and the team of Atfelusi. Regards, and also with regards to you being selected one of the, one of the mentors in the Abu Dhabi chapter of Founder Institute. First of all, congratulations. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's a, it was a great honor and uh, I, I feel very uh, pleased about it. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely. definitely. Even uh, Nitin Bhala, who is the founder of Crexo, he, has got, he, he is one of the founders in the FI Dubai chapter right now. So, wow, uh, awesome. So as a mentor, Omar, how would you describe in one word or in one sentence that feeling when, you know, your idea suddenly all comes together? <clears throat> And the, the entrepreneurs or the founders that you are mentoring, they all figure, you know, their stuff out, their idea out and really take your help for it. Any personal examples that you would like to share with the listeners? In terms of idea stage and ideation, uh, are you asking about how does a startup entrepreneur um, come out of the or, or proceed from the idea stage or how do I mentor him? Which part? So both, uh, we would like to know about your mentorship experience first, and then the, definitely we will talk about uh, how exactly, you know, does one move from the idea stage to the business stage? Got it. So the mentorship part. Yeah. 
So um, usually uh, in the idea stage or when you meet entrepreneurs in that stage, they are, uh, th th there is a lot of excitement met with fear. Um, and and to what to, a mentor needs to do is to um, assure that uh, all entrepreneurs are risk takers. It is a, a, a skill that is a must, uh, a real skill that uh, an entrepreneur must be a risk taker. So um, it, it kind of um, allows them to um, move on and and proceed and and just do, you know, and the Nike uh, tag, just do it. So at that point, you just need to motivate the entrepreneur, kind of help him on, on his, uh, his or her fears. And uh, the excitement is good and it's needed. Lovely. And Omar, is there any founder in particular that you are mentoring right now that you would want to highlight in this podcast? Yeah, I mean, I can share with you a specific founder. Um, for example, I... I always connect with Reem Sabah. She is an entrepreneur. She's studying in the UAE University, and she is the founder of uh, Retech. Um, it is an interesting startup, a very interesting technology, very good technology. The concept is amazing. They are working on it tirelessly. Their team is working on it tirelessly. Um, they've been around since 2019, I think, and going to events and stuff like that. And totally in communication with her always. I think yesterday was we talked. Lovely. All right. So are there any personal obstacles that you've faced or overcome uh, or helped others overcome as an advisor, mentor or founder? Like you said earlier as well, everyone should know how to take a risk. Everyone should know how to adapt to the changing times. Is there any personal obstacles that you have overcome during your journey as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I mean, um, uh, in this uh, pandemic, uh, it taught everyone, actually, one important thing, and that is to pivot quickly. Uh, make sure you are flexible, able to adapt, able to adopt. Uh, and this is very important. It taught all the entrepreneurs. Um, there is no entrepreneur in this world that did not have to uh, had to adapt this year or adopt new methods um so pivoting quickly is very 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 important personally or specific examples could be somebody very close to uh, to to me um in the travel industry ticket bookings and stuff like that so this kind of company um they would definitely have to uh, pivot either in the business model or look at richard branson you know he he has uh, and airlines, he ha so if his airlines are affected, he has Virgin Megastore. So if 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 the if there is a lockdown, he also has another income. It could be uh, from one of the 400 companies that he's uh, he's working on, you know, that are live at the moment. So you look at this kind of person, Richard Branson, or this kind of entrepreneur, and you think you should think like him. You should move like him. You should operate like him. And um, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, he's not sticking to Facebook only. He has WhatsApp, Instagram, and stuff like that. When, when pivoting, either you fully um, move to a different kind of environment by purchasing another business or starting from scratch or extending an arm to one of your businesses uh, or of, of one of your business models, extending it to a different feature by adding new features, stuff like that. 
you should learn from 2020 that being one business or having one niche only is very dangerous. And those survived had different niches uh, or had different uh, business models working at the same time. Definitely agree because even in the Grexo community, uh, we have a founder whose idea was actually in remote working. His idea's name is Office, and uh, he happened to speak to one of the mentors on the platform, Miss Sandhya Prakash. And Miss Sandhya Prakash mentored uh, the founder, Siddhant, uh, in such a way that he was asked to pivot. And just weeks later, after he actually took that advice and pivoted, he actually won a really, really good grant from the Abu Dhabi Chamber of Commerce. And uh, this is where the whole aspect of mentorship and the whole aspect of community comes in. Because even Crexo uh, is an actual community of entrepreneurs which runs completely online. And uh, we have mentors like you who are, uh, you know, very participative in the community and who believe in reaching out to entrepreneurs and founders uh, on a regular basis, coach, coaching them, and but still giving them the freedom to pivot, to adapt as per the market needs and as per what their vision is. So when it comes to mentorship, when it comes to really coaching entrepreneurs, you have absolutely put it in the most simplest way possible. Even if you do have a product, it also means that you have to keep adding features to keep your customers engaged with you so that you, know, you can right. actually build a proper revenue model. So I'm actually looking at Falusi right now, and uh, I re I'm really intrigued to know what exactly are the next steps for Falusi? Where do you see Falusi growing and how? Oh, we are definitely working uh, in, in, in the background. We have multiple features in Falusi. Every, I think since we started Falusi, remember, so when, when we started Falusi, we only released one product and that was QR code back in 2019, early 2019. QR code and since then every two, three months, four months, we are releasing a new feature um, such as payment links, API integrations, SDKs. And, and now uh, this year we released Felucy online store. Um, we released Felucy POS software. Um, uh, so we keep releasing new features and, and I'll make it blunt, you know, the worst feature that's not working today right now or you need to, the worst feature inside Pelusi in terms of the lowest transactions or the lowest engagement is the QR code. So had we stuck to just the QR code, we would, have, we would not have been here today, you know? Uh, we would have probably died out uh, in 2019, end of 2019. It would not have been possible. So we had to pivot. Uh, we, we pivoted in Pelusi from before, to, before Corona, before COVID-19, we pivoted. We, we, we kept on adding new features. As I'm talking to you today, the team are working on a, on a specific new feature. We are, we are talking to um, new partners and stuff like that. Um, recently, we uh, engaged with the uh, Spotty Buy Now Pay Later program uh, that we will enable inside Felusi. As we kind of move from BNPL Buy Now Pay Later uh, program, we are also working on another one. So it's nonstop. We have to keep adding new features have to keep extending the arm, keep on, and, and yes, and we, we must do this. There is no way, I, I, I look at Richard Branson, I look at Mark Zuckerberg, this is what they've done and they're successful. Even Amazon, you can see, you know, even Apple, you can see. 
there is they never stuck to just one specific product. They keep releasing new products. 2020, they're releasing a product they have never released before. And this is how it works. You know, you've got to keep adding something new. Always keep adding something, always topping up what you did before. Correct, always. Lovely, lovely. And uh, even with the whole, keep keeping in mind the whole UAE government as well, they're supporting smart initiatives like for Lucy as well. So how have you really taken advantage of this whole uh, smart move that the UAE government is making? Has, uh, has the government initiatives really spearheaded for Lucy and your idea in any way? Okay, so first of all, the, the best uh, startup hub in the Middle East is in the UAE in Dubai. In, in the whole of UAE, there is multiple um, accelerators, uh, incubators, idea stage kind of incubators uh, such as uh, Shara, Charge Entrepreneurship Center. Uh, they are totally uh, the best, you know. Uh, Lucy was born there actually. They are totally supportive. We've been, we've gone through the whole program up to seed stage. They, they, they've granted us with the trade license. They've granted us with cash, with no return of equity, nothing. Total support. The government of Charge Initiative, um, the, the, the people there are totally amazing, totally awesome. And, and there is, uh, and throughout the whole of UAE, totally similar. This is the best place. And I'm very sure if, if you have an idea today, um, and you want to uh, make it live, you can definitely do it. If you're in the UAE, this is the best place. Um, there is total support, total support. Uh, there are some points where there could be enhancements and improvements, such as the banking sector. For example, if you're a startup founder, it's very difficult for you to open a business bank account if there isn't a good history with, the, with you or if you cannot um, uh, provide a strong bank statement. So there are some places where there could be improvements and enhancements, but in general, this is the best place to, to, to start a startup. I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, and just to wrap things up, I believe you are an Emirati who is young and who has a lot of vision when it comes to his own product as also helping other entrepreneurs in the region. So Omar, tell us, based on your experiences and based on the conversation which we've just had, if there is an entrepreneur who's confused about exactly how do I start my idea or rather, uh, you know, how good is the UAE and the region to really, uh, you know, get started my idea to really scale up, what is the one advice as a local entrepreneur in the region you would give to an entrepreneur who is clueless? Look, marketing, PR kind of stuff, talk, talk about yourself, sell your product daily, uh, hourly, every second, you know. There is WhatsApp story you can use. You, you definitely have lots of WhatsApp contacts, Instagram account, Facebook, all these places, daily kind of post about your product. Kale, um, uh, using the, you know, there is influencers that you can use. Go on to, uh, events was, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit backdated, but now it's more about uh, everything online. So social media ads, uh, Instagram ads and stuff like that. And scaling in the region is today, right now, is not that challenging. Um, you just need a product that the people like. Uh, it will help um, solve some of their problems. And marketing, uh, marketing it well, selling it well, and stuff like that. 
again, you know, we read, uh, we look at successful entrepreneurs who've done this. So always read uh, entrepreneurs' books. Followed. Nowadays, if you don't like reading books, there is movies, you know. You can watch movies, uh, entrepreneurial movies. You can uh, go through Craigslist's uh, Instagram account. They have some good advice over there. Yeah, I mean, you're totally fine in 2020. The best. There, is, there isn't any better time to start than 2020. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for saying that and appreciating our Craigslist Instagram page as well. And uh, I'm actually, I just Googled the word for Lucy right now. And there are so many PR articles that just popped up. So I, I, I do believe that, uh, you know, PR and marketing play a very important role in a startup idea and where it, where it plans to go. So what would you say about this angle? You totally need it as a startup founder. I mean, uh, if you can PR every second of your startup, you should do it. You know, for example, let's say um, there is, you know, there's two types of PRs, you know, or marketing, you know, there is the, the posting and stuff like that. Um, just sharing uh, about your business. And then there is, you know, I've released a new product or I've made a new signing or uh, I raised a new investment. You should both of them share always to the world. Uh, and small stuff, you should definitely always share. Always post every single day, always share. You know, startup founders, a lot of startup founders have this mindset that, oh, I shouldn't be sharing my stuff for multiple reasons, you know. There, there is so much fear that they have with the sharing. You should actually share. Share everything possible. There is nothing that you have people that would, that would not be able to do. So don't think about people stealing your stuff or people might not be different kind of thoughts that you may have. Or just go for the sharing. Go for posting. Um, go for letting people know. Let your family know. Give, give, post in your stories every day and stuff like that. Uh, because... You never know who would be your customer. It could be the closest person to you. It could be their friend. It could be a mutual friend. It could be a friend of a friend. And you never know where it reaches. You know, I get random messages from people, you know, they're close friends of, or very close to me who probably been watching my stories for two years, never once contacted me. And probably today would say, oh, hi. Uh, did you guys do It's a Salat? Oh, I didn't know you had It's a Salat in Tulsi app. Uh, so you don't know when is the day that this person will be converted as a customer. One free customer that you got from the free sharing, you are lucky. There is the banks and those kind of institutions pay a lot for uh, customer acquisition. Lovely. As the chief marketing officer of Craig, so I couldn't agree more because, uh, you know, we have so many entrepreneurs who come to us and they're so scared to share their idea, Omar, just because, you know, sometime in the past when they've had an idea, there's been another entrepreneur who's just, just overtaken them. And that though mm. is sad and though it's the reality, I strongly believe that it shouldn't hold mm. them back from really talking about what they truly believe in, right? Yes, correct. Perfect. Also, Omar, last question, just to wrap things up. If I was an entrepreneur who was scared to venture into entrepreneurship because it can be really unstable and risky, from your experience in one line, what would you say to me to inspire me to take that leap? Other than that, the fact that you should know that a very important element of entrepreneurship is to risk take. Okay, so other than that, I would say to you, uh, look at it uh, in, in a fun way. Life, you know, you live once. 
you want to share your story or you want to do you you know you want to say that you did it at some point you know even if it failed at least you did it so um if you failed you learn if you learn you succeed you succeed you know from from failures a lot of people succeed if you never succeeded at least you did it you know and if you don't do it you never know what the result you would never ever ever know the result um so don't miss out on knowing <laughs> do it just do it uh if it's good it's good if it's bad just have fun you know um and don't worry don't take it too much uh, having backup and stuff like this you know the, the the instability part of it that depends on you you know i can even go back to richard branson you know I remember uh, reading from his book that he's mentioned uh, that he's taken his mom's house mortgage as an insurance to get loan to fund his startup. So that there is, you know, he he can lose. He could have he could have lost his mom's house and his house and his living and then, you know the generation of kind of living. But now in return, his mom lives in an island. So you want to know the result. Um, you want to. Take the risk. It's a very important element. It's a huge factor. You have to take risks, and you will be rewarded for the risk. This is the nature of life, and nothing comes easy. Take it as a fun way, you know. I mean, if if, if you lost and you failed, have fun, you know. Tell the story, you enjoyed it, and uh, move on to the next step of your life or next stage. Thank you so so much, Omar, for sharing such fantastic advice, for sharing your inspirations, and most importantly, for your time. For all our listeners, if you're looking for mentors that are right for your business idea, log on to Credzo.com and connect with experts from different walks of life. That's all for this episode, folks. But don't you worry, we have exciting episodes lined up for you. The question is, can you keep up with Credzo?